The following Marx Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Top 8 Most Common Reactions to Your Grain-Free Diet and How to Respond As I'm sure you've seen, eyes raise and questions arise when you order a burger wrapped in lettuce or discard a wrap and eat the contents, and then when you answer with, oh, I don't eat grains. Minds boggle and mouths gape as they stumble to grasp the notion of someone who doesn't eat bread or pasta. Eventually, though, they fire off responses, challenges, questions, and proclamations. This isn't right. This isn't possible. This doesn't agree with their idea of how people should eat. It just isn't normal. You're not normal. And you should be ashamed of yourself for introducing a new paradigm. But not all are personally offended by your decision. Some are honestly curious and flabbergasted. Some just want to know why someone would give up grains and how they would get along without them. So, what kind of stuff do we hear out there in the wild? Rather than just sending you to yet another Mark's Daily Apple post, maybe on why grains are unhealthy or how to give them up, Let's take a look at the eight most popular and prevalent questions and then try to come up with some good responses to them. I'll give you both longer ones and succincter ones that you can fire off in an elevator. Oh, it's that low-carb thing? While grains represent an easy, cheap source of carbohydrates that most sedentary people simply don't need, they also contain anti-nutrients, proteins and lectins and other nutritional factors that impair digestion, perforate the intestinal lining, increase inflammation, and can even exacerbate or possibly induce autoimmune diseases. Since the purpose of life is to reproduce, and that grain has to make it into the ground to germinate and turn into a plant, grains don't want to be eaten and they use the anti-nutrients to dissuade consumption in lieu of the running, climbing, flying, crawling, biting, and stinging that animals use to survive. Response? Kinda, but it's more than that. In order to survive and spread their genes, a grain uses anti-nutrients to dissuade animals from eating them. Some animals have adapted quite well, but humans haven't, so I choose not to eat them. I could never give up bread. And aren't grains the staff of life? For the past several thousand years of human history, bread has been a staple food. The ancient Egyptians baked it. The Greeks and Romans made it. You probably grew up with it. It was, and is, cheap and filling. Today, because billions simply need calories from wherever they can get them, grains are the ticket the staff of life. But it's not like we'll wither away into nothingness all because we failed to heed the biological dietary necessity to eat grains ordained by some higher power. Grains aren't the staff of life in an inherent sense, but rather because they're cheap, reliable, and easy to work with. They provide calories and a modicum of nutrients to people who absolutely require those calories regardless of any nutritional downsides. 
having joint pain and bloating because you ate some whole wheat, while unpleasant is better than dying of starvation because you refused it. Response? An unfortunately large number of people are forced to subsist on grains as a staple because they're cheap and plentiful and calories are scarce, but that doesn't mean it's the best way to eat. Grains aren't necessary if you have access to plenty of fresh animals and plants. Where do you get your fiber? As if only cereal grains contain non-starch polysaccharides. As if the world's inulin, pectin, chitin, beta-glucans, and oligosaccharides are found solely in wheat, barley, rye, rice, oat, and corn. As if some of the richest sources of soluble fiber, you know, prebiotics or the kind that our gut bacteria can ferment and convert into metabolically active short-chain fatty acids, aren't fruit, roots, nuts, and green vegetables. And as if the richest sources of insoluble fiber, the metabolically inert stuff that pretty much nothing can digest and which serves only as a bulking agent for improving the robustness of your bowel movements, aren't whole grains. Response? I get my fiber from fruits and vegetables. Best of all, our gut bacteria can actually digest the fiber from fruits and vegetables, thereby producing short-chain fatty acids that improve our metabolic health. Grain fiber is just a bulking agent that fills your toilet bowl. What about the USDA food pyramid? What about it? Take a look around you. The obesity rate is the highest it's ever been, and almost everyone who's not obese is just overweight. Diabetes is on the rise. People live out the end of their lives relying on a complicated cocktail of pharmaceuticals and medical apparati just to eke out a few more years. All this despite the majestic, all-powerful USDA dietary recommendations informing everything we put in our collective mouths. How's that USDA food pyramid working out for us so far, I'd like to ask? I'm not necessarily assigning a causative role to the pyramid in the obesity epidemic, though it certainly plays a role in my view. I'm just saying that it has done absolutely nothing to staunch the rise of diet-related illness. I'm saying it doesn't have a real impressive track record. Response? Since the USDA food pyramid was released in 1992, the obesity rate has increased unabated. What about it? That must be terribly inconvenient. What do you eat for breakfast? What about sandwiches? What about dining out? Well, you see, all you gotta do for a bread-free sandwich is spread a little mayo on your right hand, some mustard on the left, and pile on the avocado, the deli slices, and the tomato slices in between. Easy as pie. <laughs> Seriously though, I don't get this question. Have these people never heard of bacon and eggs? Omelets? A steak salad? Do they think a sandwich is just indivisible? That once you place the final slice of bread atop the meat, lettuce, and cheese, the sandwich can never be altered? That you physically cannot pry the bread off the innards? Have they ever even witnessed the creation of a sandwich? 
Are they going to weird fascistic restaurants that force you to consume bread and pasta? I just don't get this one. I really don't. Response? Just take the bread off and eat the other stuff. Bam. Everything in moderation, I say. I don't like to deprive myself of anything. Ah, yes. The imminent voice of reason. Everything in moderation, they say. Trans fat? Bring it on, or else it's deprivation. Margarine? Slather it on my veggies. Must not deprive. Arsenic? Sure, I'll have a bite. Why not? That said, I'm just not seeing where the deprivation comes in. I fail to see how not eating a food that leads to poor health, digestive upset, and bloating is somehow deprivation. You could say that I'm technically depriving myself of feeling like crap by not eating grains, but that's a good kind of deprivation. If you want to be quite literal, eating grains deprives you of a full, healthy existence. Response? When I eat grains, I feel terrible, bloated, and not like myself. The way I see it, I'd be depriving myself of a full, rich, healthy, happy life if I were to eat grains in moderation. Besides, does a ribeye, some buttered broccoli, and a glass of red wine sound like deprivation to you? I've been eating grains all my life and don't seem to have a problem. You may not have an obvious problem now, but that's only because you've grown accustomed to your body and it to your diet. The signals of discomfort are dulled and the intensity of the pain has reduced. You've gotten used to the stomach upset, the intermittent bouts of diarrhea. You know how all those things just happen as you get older, a view that is reinforced when you see the same thing happen to everyone else around you, all of whom also happen to eat grains. How you start going downhill at 40, it becomes hard to lose weight, all that stuff. Spend some time looking at what everyone is eating. Grains, grains, and more grains, and you might notice a connection. Response? I felt the same way until I tried ditching them for 30 days. All those little niggling aches and pains and complaints that I figured were just an inevitable aspect of life have disappeared. I feel better than ever. Where do you get your minerals? Although whole grains may look nutrient-dense, simply looking at the mineral content of a whole grain on a nutritional website tells you very little about how your body absorbs, or doesn't absorb, those minerals. Remember those anti-nutritional factors present in most whole grains? Another one is called phytic acid, which binds to minerals in the grain and prevents their absorption in the gut. Calcium, zinc, magnesium, iron, and several others are susceptible to the lure of phytic acid, and research shows that cultures who rely on grains for the bulk of their macronutrients and micronutrients display deficiencies in these and other minerals. Response? Since they're bound up to phytic acids, the minerals in grains aren't really even all that bioavailable to your body. What you see listed on the nutritional facts isn't what you're actually absorbing and assimilating. I get my nutrients from plants, fruits, and animals, which our bodies can actually absorb. Whenever you deviate from the norm, people are going to ask questions and try to challenge you. That's fine and totally understandable. 
Remember, there was a time when all this primal stuff sounded crazy to you too. We are different, and people are going to react. They're going to be defensive, inquisitive, accusatory, and all of the above. Try not to be defensive yourself. Try to maintain composure and think back to when the idea of giving up grains was utter madness. Take a nice, diaphragmatic breath and respond. This is a time to educate and perhaps even inspire. Utilize it. I know I didn't cover everything. I must have missed more than a few. So, listeners, tell me, what else do people say to you when you tell them you don't eat grains, and how do you respond? Let me know over at MarksDailyApple.com. Many health experts believe that gut bacteria represents the next breakthrough in optimizing health and immune function. When you nourish healthy intestinal flora with primal eating habits and the high-potency probiotics in primal flora, you protect yourself from the everyday illnesses and compromised digestion that are common in stressful modern life. The unique strains of probiotics in primal flora help you improve digestion and regularity, bolster immune function, and can even assist you with weight loss by optimizing fat metabolism. One daily capsule is all it takes to ensure your body is thriving with billions of healthy gut bacteria so that you can enjoy optimal health 24-7. Order Primal Flora today at PrimalBlueprint.com to take advantage of our risk-free trial.